Talk the talk time. Welcome to Talk the Talk. Welcome, 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 everyone. It is Saturday. Again, the day after Friday, but before Sunday, it is official the weekend for sure. For sure. So, welcome. To another episode on Talk to Talk with your girl in need of love to hate to hate here. My God is good. He continues to bless me. My family's blessed. And you all know that another day above ground is always a blessing. And for your ear, your attention, for your time, she, me, her, your girl. Thanks, ya for coming over to my world and listening to Talk to Talk with me. Um, You can also go over to Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, Breaker, all those good podcast you can also come over to anchor fm fine talk to talk i need to love to hate to hate give me support and all that good stuff i appreciate it. it means a lot to me on my podcast today hot topics saturday topics saturday topics saturday topics so you don't go anywhere she me her will be back in a moment yes honey it's saturday Our topic, I'm going to start off with Usher. Yes, you know Usher have had all these herpes cases. He's been sued for spreading herpes, not telling people that he had it. Well, the judge forced Usher to share his medical records in the herpes case. Last year, he was accused of knowingly spreading herpes to several individuals, one of whom was an anonymous man claiming the two were intimate at a spa, the nice and slow singer did deny giving the virus to any of his accusers and will not be forced to submit medical records to clear his name is what he was hoping for but that has failed he now has to submit those medical records the jasmine brand reports that a los angeles judge ordered the atlantic to star to hand over his medical records information about his doctors his treatments insurance information the 39-year-old has one month to do so as the information will be used by his accusers to prep for their upcoming trial. Mr. Raymond Usher also is being sued for by three women, one being Quatasha Sharpton, who claims a Grammy-winning exposure winner exposed her to the virus after a concert in Atlanta City. You know, people make fun of her because she's a big, healthy girl, but if you gave me something, if, if a man or woman gave anybody something. You want somebody to be judging off of what you look to base whether or not it's true or not true? See, most time that's what the men go after. Women that they think are insecure or have lack of self-esteem so that if something goes wrong or something happens, public ain't going to believe that that's even possible because ushers out of their league. Well, in my life where I've grown up and I've experienced and people that I've seen, a man is a man and a woman's in a woman. And in the dark, all of look the same. I'm just saying. Get into it. Talk the talk time. Welcome to Talk the Talk. All right. The former Different Strokes star, Todd Bridges, was accused of threatening his ex-girlfriend with several weapons. Not one, but several the former child actor has had lots of relationship problems lately. Seems the different stroke star Tar Briggs is being accused of something pretty major by an ex-girlfriend. It may cost him 
in the future i'm just saying and according to the blast the former child star ex tiffany wolf was recently granted a temporary restraining order against him after she said he threatened her with a slew of weapons including a cross a crossbow and a taser now as a result of the order bridges is now barred from coming within 100 yards of wolf and her pets now the sites report that both that based on wolf's account she met bridges on a dating website and on their very first day, he pulled out his taser and fired it up near her face. And despite the strange gesture, she admitted to continue to dating him, but found himself herself feeling scared after he allegedly pulled the gun on a dog because he thought someone was breaking in. She, Wolf also went on to reveal that Bridges reportedly admitted to her that he had shot someone before and did not know whether they lived or died. Um, she claimed that after she broke up with him in May of this year, he began harassing her on social media a couple months afterwards. He al she also claims that as a result of the stress and nervousness she experienced from the debacle that she has broken out in shingles and has gone on anti-anxiety medication. She said that I am in fear of my life because I know Todd is mentally unstable and has weapons, including a crossbow, crossbow that he say he has so he can sneak up on people and a small loaded gun. I don't know. The two have a hearing schedule for later this month. Now, this all comes days after it was reported that Bridges had been granted a temporary restraining order himself against another ex-girlfriend, Melissa Hill, who he claims is trying to ruin his career. Well, it seems like he don't need any help from her because he's just doing it in his own self. Now, I don't know if any of that's true, but if it is, you need to get your shit together. You need to go talk to a, your counselor, somebody, and see if they can help you get over that hump. There's nothing wrong with getting help, and we need to know that. It's okay to get help. It's okay. Moving on. There's a former KKK member, Charlottesville Marcher, condemns hate groups now. Ken Parker is a former Grand Dragon of the uh, Ku Klux Klan. He marched at the White Nationalist Rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, back in 2017. Now, according to the ABC, the Florida man, ABC's News, okay, the Florida man denounced hate groups after engaging with a pudgeable a Pashtun director and a black pastor. I guess I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I apologize. Parker first joined the Klan back in 2012 when he was living in Georgia. He would wear a green robe and he never concealed his face because that meant that he stood for what he believed in. And after years of recruiting new members to the organization, Parker said it was time to stand up for my white people. And he decided to march at the first United the Right rally. But after the event was declared unlawful, Parker suffered from heat exhaustion and he was end up helped by... Dion Kane, a filmmaker who produced the documentary White Men Meeting the Enemy about the event. Now, despite the man's racist view, Kane rose above and made sure he was well. Now, she was completely respectful to him, is what he said, and my fiance, and my fiance the whole time. And so that kind of got him to thinking that she's really a nice lady just because she got darker skin and believes in a different God than the God I believe in. Why am I hating these people? Well, months after the rally, he began to rethink some of his bigot views. And it wasn't until Parker met his neighbor and pastor William McKinnon III, who invited the Neo-Nazareth to Easter service, that his mind completely changed. The following month, he testified in front of the African-American congregation. 
And he said that, and I quote you, I was a great, a grand dragon of the KKK, and then the Klan wasn't hateful enough for me, so I decided to become a Nazar. After the service, not a single one of them had anything negative to say. They're all coming up and hugging me and shaking my hands, you know, building me up instead of tearing me down. He was baptized in front of those very people on July the 21st. Earlier this uh, this year, he underwent laser removal for his Sawaski Confederate flag and a KKK tattoo. Parker decided that it was time for him to apologize for spreading all these racist ideologies. He also wanted to urge others to leave white hate groups because they're only throwing their lives away and there is a better way. He feels like you should not hate people because of the color of their skin because there are some amazing people. And just because you might run into some dark skinned people, black or brown people that have hateful or devilish ways it's the same thing with whites and hispanics and all these other people too there are some hateful despiteful people in every race so what's the point of discriminating you know so i respect him for making the change and for advocating for better and for change and i hope that he continue and we should continue as well from every race if we see someone being hateful we we're no better than them if we say nothing and walk away it doesn't mean you get in a fight. It doesn't mean you get in a shouting match with them. You can still speak up and say it's wrong. Point blank in the period. Moving on. The iconic Angela Bassett had eight scene-stealing moments. And they wanted to celebrate it with a happy birthday to her eight scene-stealing moments. Now, Angela Bassett is undoubtedly one of Hollywood's most talented actors. Everyone knows that. The captivating Yale Drama School grad has blessed the masses with her gift for over 30 years. She has starred in fan favorites like What's Love Gotta Do It, Waiting to Excel, and you know how Stella got a groove back. The highly regarded for her ability to connect deeply with her characters, Bassick has countless memorable unseen moments under her belt, and they celebrated the Timeless Beauty's 60th birthday yeah, she is 60 and fabulous. And they wanted people to check out some classic scenes from the icon that was sure to remind you why we all fell in love with the legend's immaculate body of work. And as Katherine Jackson found out about Joe's affair in the Jacksons, an American dream, um, that was one of her scenes. Um, the respected scene queen showcased a range of emotions when, as Katherine Jackson, she discovered her husband Joe was having an affair in the Timeless Television Ministries. The infamous limo scene from What's Love Got to Do With It when he hit her, and then he hit her again, and then she hit him back. Oh, yeah, I love that part. I was like, yeah, get him, slap him. Yeah, I was for that one. Bassett as Tina Turner finally got start. I mean, like, she was just like, I'm fighting back. I mean, I've suffered enough through all this abusive relationship from Ike, um, who was played by Lawrence Fishburne. Both leads was nominated for Best Actress, Actor Academy Awards for the film. She lost to Holly Hunter and Tom Hanks. But setting her cheating husband car blaze and waiting to exhale, that was one of my favorites too. Yes, honey. I was here for that. I watched Waiting to Exhale. I don't know how many times. I have two DVDs of that movie. I'm just, just saying. Now, the Image Award winner is 
every woman scorned while burning her man's clothes and car and waiting to excel. But even more impressive, the entire scene was was just improvised. It was just, I don't know, it was just amazing. I just loved it. And as Rosa Parks refusing to give up her seat in the Rosa Parks story, the subtly and stillness of Bassett's performance as a civil rights icon, Rosa Parks, she was acting at, I mean, she just, just was an actor at its finest. She was just amazing. Then we go on to Estella getting her groove on and how Stella got her groove back. When she, after she loosened up her bit, you know, like, let me just relax myself, take this, you know, these hardcore strict mama pants off Stella and Winston truly connected for the first time during this sensual session on the dance floor yes honey now Maria Lavu checking her minions on American Horror Stories Colvin, Colvin. Bassick Jessica Lane and Kathy Bates have unremarkably chemistry throughout American Horror Story Colvin with Angela reading one of her workers for fifth after realizing he failed to follow orders the first time round. Miss Helen Worthy dismissing an insensitive insurance salesman in Chirac. Um, Worthy quickly sets an insurance man straight in the 2015 Spike Lee joint set against the backdrop of gang violence in Chicago. And as Denise Lena Waith a mother listening to her come out on Netflix, Master of None. The episode that earned Lena Rath the first comedy writing Emmy for a black woman, Thanksgiving. It finds the actress earnestly expressing her fears as the mother of a lesbian woman of color. Um, sh happy birthday. Happy, happy 60th birthday. Late 60th birthday. I'm a fan. I always will be a fan. You are beautiful inside and out. You're an amazing actor. I look forward to continuing, continuing to support and to see all your top-notch movies and all that amazing good stuff. Keep it up. Don't stop. Yes, honey. Talk to talk time. Welcome to Talk to Talk. All right, my final topic is Will Smith, Kevin Durant, and other famous folks that are trying to help boost representation in the Silicon Valley. We're talking seven black celebs who are working to increase diversity in tech. Now, there is a lack of diversity in the tech world, and it has been a long-running pro problem that has prompted many suggestions. One fix was focusing on forming partnerships with black celebrities, um, politicians and public figures with leaders in the business and financial world as well as those in the Silicon Valley. Now recently a new venture captured fund was announced that included a number of black investors, athletes, and even media figures. The Silicon Valley venture capital company um, uh, uh, Anderson will launch the roughly 15 million fund title culture. That comprised the investment money of a limited number of African-American partners. Now, let's try to break this down with culture and who else is making big money moves to boost representation in the tech. And we're going to start off with Kevin Durant. Now, Durant, everyone knows, had an amazing, amazing stellar year. 
He won. He it, it was his second winning consecutive NBA championship with the Golden State Warriors in June. He had been brought on as a partner with Culture. The basketball star is also the the founder of Durant Company, an investment vehicle targeting tech startups. Uh, Kevin Durant, Will and Will Smith are among the initial limited partners and new fund being launched by the Silicon Valley uh, style work to boost diversity in tech. Will Smith. Given that Smith has played several, several, several film characters who relied on advanced fictional technologies to save the day, it just seems befitting that the actor's personal life would also include a fascination with the tech world. Smith joined in the culture funding, um, was according to the WSJ. Then you have Beyonce. Yes, honey. B and our Parker Entertainment Management Company put 150 thousand dollars into side steps and out for buying concert merchandising and skipping the line to pick up at the show um then you have Nicki minaj um Nicki minaj is one of the highest paid lyricists in the business female lyricists anyway she invested in the music messenger it's a service allowing users to send and receive full songs from their smartphones to anyone on their contact list then you have sean diddy combs combs is one of farb's wealthiest people he was a primary investor in tiny chat tiny chat is a video chat platform that was acquired by video chat room community pal talk and this was created back in 2014 then you have sean jay-z carter now jay ended up teaming up with rocker nation's president jay brown and silicon valley pro larry marcus a san francisco-based walden venture company capitals to launch Marcy Venture Capital Partners. Now, a name that seemingly paid homage to his childhood home in Brooklyn, New York, and the company was announced in June. Then you have um, Nas. Um, Nas, whose real name is Nazra Jones. This rapper founded the Los Angeles-based Queensbridge Venture Partners that funnels cash into startup as varied as healthcare, financial technologies, and Biocon. Um, the venture capital world clearly needs many, many, many more black women in it. However, it's good to see people of color becoming venture capitalists. Though only about 3% of them are black, 58% of VCs are white and male. That's according to the report on a 1,500 venture capital partners across the nation by Richard Gerby. It's an African-American venture capitalist with the NY-based Equal Ventures. Now, we love the hustle and the flow. And we just need some more amazing black people and brown people to go out and support. And keep making black people um, names green and, and positivity energy and all that good stuff and everything else. I, I think we would... We it would be a travesty for us to not continue to push, and I think if we have the opportunity to help back invest and support other black companies, I think we should. I really do think that we should. Um, last but not least, Kanye West said that he would smash all of his wife's sisters in a new song that he did. Right now. Kanye West has surprised fans with a new song, and it contains some surprising lyrics about Courtney and Khloe Kardashian, as well as Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Now, 
The rapper, 41, released XTCY with the DJ Clark Kent tweeting a link to the track, which Wes retweeted soon after. It said, you got me, you got sick thoughts. I got more of them. You got a sister-in-law you would smash. I got four of them. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The cover art of West's latest single, it revealed via download, is a picture of his wife with her four sisters at Kylie's 21st birthday bash, which the father of three also attended at the restaurant lounge in Los Angeles on Thursday night ahead of the Kylie Cosmetic Moogle's beauty birthday at midnight on Friday. Now... I Kanye West has opened up about being bi- having bipolar disorder and all that good stuff. So he is being honest with what he's saying, but he decided to sit in the studio with um and talk and, and Clark let that a new XTC joint go. So he wanted everybody to enjoy the new Kanye West. Now the premiere of the XTC followed the June 1st release of West album Yee, his first full-length project since 2016, The Life of Pablo. On the seven-track Yee, the 20-time Grammy winner addressed everything from his mental health and drug addiction to Tristan Thompson cheating scandal and Kardashian's reaction to his infamous declaration that slavery was a choice. Um, in the song, Wouldn't Leave, West reveals how Kardashian responded to his controversial comments about slavery. They say, build your own. I say, how, Sway? I said, slavery or choice. They say, how, ye? Just imagine if they caught me on a wild day. Now, I'm on a 50 block getting um, 50 calls. Wifey calling, screaming, saying, we're about to lose it all. All I had to come, all I had to calm her down because she couldn't breathe. I told her she could leave me now, but she wouldn't leave. This is what they mean for better or for worse, huh? Um, Kanye joked that he was worried about uh, Kim Kardashian around Trump. He's a player. And the premiere of the XTCY also comes day after his much-talked-about Jimmy Kimmel leave appearance, which aired on that Thursday. Well, during the wide-ranging interview, Wes spoke about his porn performance, his bipolar diagnosis, his life of Trump, even calling the president a player after Kimmel asked if he was ever worried about Kardashian being alone in the presence of, of Trump. Um, I listened to that little part just because of what I read. Um, that's bipolar at his best, I'm just saying. Um, I don't even know why I even brought up Kanye West. But anyway, you guys, that is all for me today. I hope you enjoyed. You can leave a comment. You can call in. You can hit that support button. Leave a little small token of appreciation. But whatever you decide to do, come back over and join Talk to Talk with your girl. I need a love to hate to hate again. You can also stroll over to the She Said He Said podcast with me and Mr. E and listen and share and all that good stuff as well. Have a fabulous, amazing Saturday, you guys. Enjoy with your family and friends. But most importantly, don't you ever let someone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of yourself. Always continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before. And when people push negativity, you continue to push positive. Love yourself. Give love back. Let your family and friends know that you love them today again because it's not promised to anyone. Live, love, and laugh and allow God to be God. And on this fabulous, amazing Saturday, you guys enjoy. Be happy and be safe. Until next time on Talk to Talk. Peace.